we'll see. Thank you, Johanna. Good to hear your voice. And welcome, everyone. Uh, wherever you're listening, whenever you're listening, uh, we're, we're honored by your presence. Please remember that what I'm going to share as sort of an overview is kind of the Cliff Notes version of the spiritual law for this week. The, the full version with all the details and all the how to do it are in the YouTube version of this same spiritual law. So if this is interesting to you at all, go there for the whole story. And and um, this is also a question and answer and comment time. If you have a comment, you don't have to be here to give it. And you, if you want to have a question, you don't have to be here to ask it. You can send it in and we will read it online and do our best to answer it, then post that call and you can listen to your answer at your convenience. But yeah, today's spiritual law is you ever feel like you're stuck in the mud? You ever feel like um, you take, you know, two steps forward, three steps back? In other words, do you ever feel like you're not getting anywhere? Or it's taken way too long? Or how comes this works for other people and not for me? And, and all of that sort of thing. Well, all of us have felt that, right? I mean, I, I felt that a number of times in uh, in my life, the question is, are you stuck or is your negativity about the issue actually your biggest problem? And, and I believe that's true a lot of times. And I'll try to explain that really quick. Um, we live in a microwave world, at least for the last like 30 years. And I'll never forget when microwave ovens came out and we were all just flabbergasted that, that this was even possible. I mean, this is like Star Trek stuff when microwave ovens first came out. You mean nothing even gets hot and there's no flame and there's no heat electricity. There's nothing. All it is is energy in there that's heating the food up like 10 times faster than if I had to do the oven. And it was absolutely an overnight phenomenon and in no time... Man, if you don't have a microwave, you, you, man, how can you not have a microwave? It was game-changing technology. But that's what we want. We want instant. We want microwave. If we have a headache, we want to take a Tylenol and the headache be better in 20 minutes. And the other thing is that we live by our feelings. And it's been amazing to me with my clients over 30-plus uh, years now and with a lot of them, I would ask, do you think you live more by your feelings or your thoughts and words? And I, I would roughly guess that probably 60% thoughts and words, 30 or 40% feelings. Well, they're wrong. With every one of them, it's feelings. With you, it's feelings. With me, it's feelings. Because the feelings come from the heart which is your unconscious, subconscious, ancestry, plus some other stuff, and your unconscious is more than a million times more powerful than your conscious mind, okay? So anytime your unconscious agrees with you, which is the feelings place, it just tidal waves your words and thoughts and details and one plus one equals two linear stuff. I mean, it doesn't even have a chance. So then you make the decision based on feelings, but then explain it and rationalize it, typically using words, okay? And the reason 
I think a lot of times we get stuck is because we're living from our feelings, but the latest research says that about 50% of those feelings are in error. In fact, uh, the, best, the best research on it I've seen from Scientific America said it'd be more accurate to call your memories illusions than memories if we're actually trying to be accurate by the definition of the words, which means at least half of the feelings you have about what's going on in your life are wrong. Well, that's flip of a coin. That means on any issue, at any time, in any day, I could be acting and reacting to something that isn't even true and have it and, and doing the wrong thing. Okay? And I believe that's why so many of us do do the wrong thing. You know you should eat lots of vegetables and fruits and not too much fat and you know you should exercise. Are you doing it? You get a job in the insurance company and they tell you if you make 10 calls, you'll make one sale. So you got to get used to those nine rejections and just for the next 20 years, make 10 calls a day and you'll make one sale and you'll be wealthy at the end of your life. And you know what? Statistics say that is absolutely true. But how many people can't do it? They can't make themselves make those calls. Well, that's because their heart is a million times more powerful in saying, no, 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 no. We are not going to get rejected nine out of ten times every day. That is not going to be good for us. We're not going to be happy living that way. Okay? But part of the problem is our misperception about how things work when it comes to source healing. I had two clients come to me. Oh, this had to be 15 years ago. And they were more alike than any two clients I'd ever had who came to me like at the exact same time. They were both 45 years old, uh, both white males, both had had migraine headaches for almost exactly 15 years, the same severity, same frequency, everything. The point being that any medical doctor, if he had these two guys come in and diagnosed them, would say they've got the same problem. And he would treat them exactly the same way. Well, they both started the healing codes at the same time. One of them had his migraines heal in about three weeks and never come back. The other one, his migraines went away in about 13 months and never came back. So, wait a minute, wait a minute. How come it took one guy 13 months when it only took one guy three weeks. What was going wrong for him? And the answer is absolutely nothing because they did not have the same problem. They only had the same symptoms. Their problems were night and day different. The, the gentleman whose uh, headaches went away in three weeks shook my hand, said, Hey, Alex, thank you so much. Man, this is so great not to have migraines. Wonderful. Thank you. See you later. All right, which was great. The guy who healed in 13 months, ladies and gentlemen, he was weeping. He said, you don't understand. This hasn't healed my migraines. This has healed my life in a way that I thought nothing ever would or could. There are sources 
where it's different and not as night and day. And we need to be focused on this issue of being stuck or not stuck on how working on sources is very much different from working on symptoms. Um, to me, two questions come up with this to, to, to see if you're really stuck or not. Okay? Number one is are you fully committed to the path of love? I mean, you have made a vow before God. You meant it from the marrow of your bone, from the bottom of your heart, and you made a vow. You took a pledge. You made an intention for the rest of my life, as best I can, I'm going to live in love for the next 30 minutes, every 30 minutes. And it's not based on the results I get. I'm committed to this for life no matter what comes. Have you committed to that? Okay? If not, go watch the uh, Greatest Principle teaching on the YouTube. And then say, see, are you willing to commit to that? So, question number one is, are you fully committed to that? If not, you're probably stuck. Um, we had one, uh, one of the greatest presidential speeches ever in the history of America. Um, the main part of the speech was the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. And I believe there's a great deal of truth in that, okay? Um, when we live on the path of love, we work the way we're supposed to work. Our body, our mind, it all works the way God made it and the way it's supposed to work. When we are choosing fear or seek pleasure and avoid pain or what's in it for me, we malfunction. That's the way our brains are built. It's constantly scanning for are, are we choosing fear-based decisions and thoughts or love-based decisions and thoughts. And if it's fear-based decisions and thoughts, then we go into panic mode and we start to break down, which starts a negative domino effect. If we are truly committed to love, even though we'll never do it right, and I make more mistakes every day than anybody, but I'm still committed to it, and when I make a mistake, I get back up on the horse, I start again, okay, okay, I messed that up. Now for the next 30 minutes, I'm going to do love as best I can, and then go, okay? If you are fully committed to love, and you feel stuck, then recommit to love. If, but, but only if, you truly mean it from the bottom of your heart and not for six months to see how it goes for the rest of your life, no matter what. Recommit, okay? Make sure you are committed to God, to yourself, to others that you love and care about, to love in the present moment as best I can, no matter what. Now, if you are committed to that, or if you recommit to that, then ladies and gentlemen, in my experience and professional opinion, I believe you are never stuck. If that's where you're living, you can't get stuck. Because love is the power that drives all of the all of the possible positive outcomes that you would want in your life including health in your body 
and having positive thoughts instead of negative, positive feelings instead of negative feelings. Okay? That's where it comes from. So if that's where you're living, then even when you experience pain, it's love-based pain. There's no path with no pain. Both the love path and the fear path have pain. There's no way with no pain. The, the, the question is, is it going to be meaningful pain, love, or meaningless pain, fear-based? Okay? But if you have made a commitment to love and you are still committed there, no matter how many times you're messing up, no matter how many sins you're committing, you fill in the blank there. That doesn't matter. As long as you are staying committed to the path of love in your heart, your mind, your intention, even if you can't carry it out right, I believe you are never stuck. You may be at a place of where you're supposed to learn something before going on to the next higher place in your life. But as long as you are there in your mind and heart in overall intention, you're never stuck. It's part of the plan. Uh, there's an ancient manuscript that said, says, all things work together for good to those who love God, who love the Lord, and are called according to his purpose, which I believe is love. So if you are there, I believe you can never get stuck. So that means if you think you're stuck, you're believing a lie and don't buy it. So you always assume if you're on the love path that you're never stuck. That is part of it. I've got a lesson to learn. It's going to start back up here in a little bit. There's a reason for where I am. There's a purpose, etc., so there's no reason to worry or fret about this not working or being stuck. You're not, as long as you're on that path. If you're really stuck, the only way that's possible is on the fear path. So that means make that vow and commitment, get on the other path, and things should start moving shortly. But again... When you're dealing with sources, like these spiritual laws are, for one person, that's three weeks. For another person, it's uh, 13 months. Um, tell one last story, and then I'll be done here. I had a client um, named Patty Crichton. And Patty had built the largest travel agency in the world from scratch. She was on the cover of... Uh, of uh, travel agent magazines and all kinds of stuff. And she got sick to the point that she couldn't work. Uh, was in horrible, excruciating pain all day, every day. Basically lived in a bed sheet because she uh, reacted to so many different things that she was allergic to. She had severe autoimmune illnesses. And she started working with me, okay? And I taught her some of this stuff, and she committed to it and was doing healing codes and stuff like that. And uh, pretty much every day for six months, Patty would call crying in horrible, terrible pain. I mean, it was just gut-wrenching for me, and I know it was way worse for her. And how come this isn't working for me? How come I'm stuck? How come it works for other people? Did you lie about the other people that you said got better? And I mean, it was just all kinds of stuff over six months. 
And I was amazed at her tenacity. I think nine out of ten people would have given up way before six months. But anyway, at the end of six months, I got a call from her, and I knew it was her, but she sounded totally different. And the skies had parted, and everything about Patty had healed overnight all at the same time, which is unusual. Usually it's a little bit alarm. And uh, then she started calling me every day, but it was totally different. It's, hey, Alex, you'll never, you'll never uh, guess what I'm doing. I'm out rollerblading, or I'm out swimming this uh, channel from one island to another, or I'm parasailing, or I'm, you know, it was unbelievable. And she said, I don't feel better than I felt before I got sick. I feel better than I've ever felt in my life. Well, so what was going on? Why did it take so long for Patty and was so hard? Well, we found out. Before Patty started working with me, she had gone in and been tested, and the doctor who tested her had written on her chart in his own handwriting, this lady has more heavy metals in her body than anyone I have ever seen. After Patty finished working with me, after that six weeks when she was feeling great again, she really didn't think about it much, but she went in to be tested again, and it was either a different doctor or, or he didn't remember her or something, because after the same test, the doctor wrote on her chart, this lady has the least concentration of heavy metals in her body I have ever seen. Well, that's why she was feeling bad. I mean, when mercury comes out of your bones or fat into your bloodstream, you are going to feel bad, or lead, or arsenic, or, you know, a hundred different things that we have stored in our body in different places, okay? That's called a healing response. So, what Patty thought was, was being stuck and not working was actually every single day working in, not just working, but working in a miraculous almost way because lots of doctors say you can't get those heavy metals out of your body once they're in there. Now, I disagree with that, but there's a lot of them that, that say that and do believe it. So what Patty was having happen was beyond incredible for her physical health. So every day she was saying, this is not working, um, I'm stuck. Uh, are you lying about other people getting better? I mean, even accusing other people of, of very horrible things. Well, she was wrong about every bit of it. The whole time she was healing and healing drastically. When you're on the path of love, you can just assume that that's what's happening, whether what you feel is pleasure or pain. That means no worry, no fretting. You just keep going, keep putting one foot in front of the other. The next 30 minutes, now the next 30 minutes, now the next 30 minutes, and know I, over time I'm going to go up and up and up and up and have exactly what is best for me to happen for me. So, if you have questions about being stuck, don't forget those two things. Have you really, truly vowed and committed to love in the present moment no matter what, or have you not? Do you maybe need to recommit 
okay? And if you are on the path of fear, and you're pretty sure you're on the path of fear, you have not been able to fully commit. You've not felt that in your heart from the bottom of your heart. You may have said the words, but you sure didn't feel like you were really doing it. Then it's almost guaranteed you're on the fear path, so you need to commit. And when you do, that should get you unstuck in whatever time is right for you. So that's it for me, Johanna. All right. Thank you, Alex. So um, this is a time for those of you on the phone, if you want to um, comment or ask a question, you would press star 2 on your phone and raise your hand. And if you are on the web, you can um, just simply type it in, and I will open it. I will um, read that to Alex so he can answer. So we have a couple hands up, Alex. So let's go ahead. Someone from Ontario, your number ends in 
It's generationally. You know, there's that thing about breaking the cycle. We talk about breaking the cycle, which is a generational cycle. I think almost every issue every person deals with is breaking a generational cycle. It's unbelievable. I used to think it was maybe 10%. I think it's 90% now. And, and the way that happens is, let's say you have uh, 100,000 memories related to self-worth. And you do some work with Trilogy or something else, and, and you have 10,000 of them healed because they're all connected together. So you don't have to work on one specifically for it to heal. It can be, the healing can come from healing another one. So you have 10,000 heal out of 100,000, and you have this whoosh feeling, and maybe joy and peace, and your body feels better and lighter and everything else, and maybe that goes on a few days, a few weeks, whatever, but then you start feeling worse again, well, you didn't, re you didn't reverse in your healing. It's just that you've still got 10,000 memories related to the problems. It's just not all healed yet, and it never was. So you that's why you just say, okay, if I'm on the love path, I'm assuming that this is all part of the plan. It's all the way it's supposed to be that even the pain is part of moving forward in my life, or maybe I need to learn something from it, or I'm at a rest station that I, I'm about to start going, you know, in a day or a week or a month forward again, whatever. Because when you're living in love, that's the best you can do. That's the magic pill. That's the, that, that's the thing that we all want in our lives, okay? So, if that's where you are, that's exactly where you're supposed to be. Just make sure that you're not on the fear path, okay? Uh, and and but being on the fear path means you are not committed to the love path. That's basically the definition of it. It doesn't mean you don't mess up. I mess up all the time, but I'm still committed long term, okay? But understand, it's like peeling an onion. Your problems are like an onion. You peel off a piece and you feel better, but you've still got half an onion there that, that you got to peel those layers off too before you get to the bottom of that issue. So just understand how it works and that you're working on sources, not symptoms. And yeah, recommit. Just make sure you are still long-term committed to living in love as best you can in the present moment for the next 30 minutes, no matter what the results are, and that it's not a test for you. This is for life, no matter what. And if you do that, you're on the love path. You really are. But you, but you got to mean it. You got to mean it. That's the only if, is when you commit and make that vow, you mean it. I really am planning to live this way for the rest of my life no matter what. And if you can say that honestly and feel it in your heart, then you're committed, which to me means you're on that path no matter how much you mess up. Um, just one other quick question. Yeah. What does getting a custom code look like then? Does it have to be about being on the path or about the thing bothering me the most? It's all of the above. It's, it, it's all of the above. That, that energy, uh, like doing a trilogy, it's five minutes of activating different energy mechanisms in the body and putting new energy into the body. 
Well, some of that is mental, some of that is physical, some of it is spiritual. It's all of the above, but it 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 works on you know whatever's needed. The body uses what it needs where it needs it, and and the mind and the spirit. So yeah, it's all of that. Yeah, that's fine. You can start with the symptom, but what you're always working on is the source. Okay. Yeah, I'm starting to get that. Okay. I've had a lot of trauma through my life and a lot of memories that need healing. Well, bless your heart. Don't 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 give up. You will get there. Hope Hope didn't ever think she would get there, but okay. you can. Oh, great. That, that'll mean the world to her. I will tell her that right when I get off this call, and that will mean the world to her. So thank you. Okay, thank you. All right. Uh, we have a couple more hands up, Alex. All right. Okay, so this is from Glenn in California, and your line is open. Hey, Johanna. Hi, Dr. Alex. How you guys doing? Great, Glenn. How are you today? Well, thanks. Out of this, it, it was like one of the longest subjects I used to do, where you did the whole teaching. I love. <laughs> My question is, go ahead. The more we have of you, the better it is, Doc. Well, go ahead, Glenn. The question I have to, thank you. The question I have today is, um, when you had this, this woman that you were working with as a client, and she was there was a long time where she felt she wasn't getting results. And you talked about having iron in the or heavy metals in the body. Did, did working and doing the the uh, energy healing did that help get the metals out of the body, or did she get the metals out of the body and then she she healed? How, what was the sequence on that? The healing codes were the only thing she was doing. So um, according to her, her doctor said, "I have no explanation for this." You know, she told him she'd been doing these, you know, crazy things with her hands called the healing codes. Of course, he didn't believe in that one bit, but he did say, but you hadn't been doing anything else, so I have no explanation for it. And Patty's explanation was 100%. It's from doing the codes. Yeah. Oh, okay. I just wanted to, to know that. And by the way, we've had other people be tested pre and post with similar results. Um, On heavy metals, that is. He said the least the least he had ever seen on the test. Yes. Uh-huh. This week for myself and 
Okay. still feel it regularly I'm not going to say daily but it may be daily and and uh, Marilyn it's simply because dying grace is plugging into the spiritual realm and that's where miracles happen and that and the spiritual realm is the realm of the heart which we call the unconscious which is the one that's a million times more powerful so even in our even in our body, the, the spiritual component is so much more powerful than anything else that you would have to call it controlling. So when you do Dying Grace, you're plugging in to the, the power both in you and outside of you that does miracles all the time. And I think that's what you felt. I think that's what I feel when I feel that, when I ask for dying grace in some situation in my life, which I do usually every single day. I uh, did it three times yesterday that I know of, okay? And um, so that's beautiful to hear, and, and I agree. I, I, that's what I think is happening. Well, Marilyn, it's my pleasure. I wake up every morning not believing I get to do what I do and call it work. So it is for sure my pleasure. mess up every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's it for the hands up. Okay. Alison, there's no questions on the web. So okay. Great. great All right. Time. Love you, everybody. Have a wonderful week. See you next week. Love you, Johanna.